play. Doug, kick him off the tour. See? It's versus bench. Baby, I'm a player, I'm a proto. Having one girl, that's a no-no. Making bad decisions, you a dumb-o. But I ain't gonna talk about it no more. Welcome, Pew Report readers, listeners, and viewers to another edition of the Pew Report podcast, Energized by Celsius. I am John Ledger from PewReport.com. With me on this Thursday is J.C. Allen, also PewReport.com. And J.C., we're doing a little bit something different today on the show. We are talking... We're talking bucks as we always are, and we're answering people's questions as we always do on on our most Thursdays, I should say. But we're also going to look at the other top teams in the NFC, and we're gonna we're gonna steal today. We're gonna do things that are, that are wrong. Uh, we are gonna pilfer other teams' rosters for the best player, or not even necessarily the best player, the player we most want to take from that roster and put on the Bucks roster. We're gonna talk about that today. So I'm excited about it. How are you doing, man? I heard you're on Monday's show and. Not everything went that great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, shut the door, locked the door. No uh, interruptions this month, this Thursday. <laughs> no animal urination on the show. No, today. no, no. It was. I was like, what just happened here? Uh, but I'm, I'm doing great, man. We're, we're getting closer and closer to another game. It looks like from all reports, the secondary should be pretty healthy coming back. So that's exciting to see. Finally, the first time of the year, uh, all the starters on the field. Um, still up in the air with Mike Edwards. See, you know, he's been an important part, even though he's not a starter. We'll see what his outcome is. But, um, you know, this this presented a challenge today. I'm not going to lie. You know, looking at these teams that were available and looking at potential fits and players. And obviously, this team is so loaded from the get-go. So how do you, how do you incorporate players into this team and uh, really impact players as well? So it was, right. it was tough. Very tough. Uh, very tough. Um, Let's let's roll through the injury report first, and then we'll get to this kind of exercise that we have. We're also going to answer questions as we go uh, to people in the chat. If you're in the chat and you're jumping in here watching the show, um, obviously try and you know hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. I know most of you probably have, but if you haven't, hit that subscribe button, hit the like too, hit the, th- uh, the get that thumbs up on the show. That helps improve mm-hmm. our, our YouTube SEO and helps us get to a, a wider range of people on the show. So we always appreciate when you hit that thing for us. Um, we are going to answer questions that we get, but we're also talking through this objective here too. So try to, if you can drop a super chat, we'll definitely see those, those pop up. We get notified on those. So we'll notice those questions and we'll prioritize those questions for sure. We'll try to get to other ones. If we can, a couple just off the top, I want to touch on. Hezo says, great job on the all 22 per user. Well, John appreciate that. Hezo. Yeah. If you're interested, I did an all 22. It's an 18 minute video. It's in, it's in right over on the YouTube. So you can probably scroll right over and look at it um, after the show's done. Um, and it's uh, just seven plays from the Bucks run scheme that were really successful and why they were successful in some ways, looked at some players and their performance in, against the Colts. And um, so that's a g- good opportunity if people are looking for more all 22 content. I know I've got a ton of questions about it, ton of questions about it. Uh, check that out, uh, share it, promote it as much as you can like it. Obviously that helps encourage uh, the powers that be to say, Hey, John, do more of those videos and let's see what happens. So no, I appreciate y'all on that as well. Um, And Caleb, I appreciate you uh, adding your comment here that you enjoyed it as well. Um, Hopefully. Yeah. I'm glad glad y'all like it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you, JC. I was uh, glad you liked it as well. Um, Michael says, who do we root for tonight? The saints. I know it hurts, but root for the saints, man. Yeah. Yeah. More you can get another contender up out of there, the better, better off battle, but yeah. yeah, it's a very uphill battle. Saints are missing. I think they have two regular offensive starters, two or three, maybe. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Book that tackle Kamara yeah. <laughs> quarterback. And they already weren't that great of an offense. So yeah, when you're missing Kamara, Ramchick, and uh, and Armstead, that and obviously Michael Thomas, that hurts a lot. So it's gonna be very interesting to see their off season because um, I think that there's like there's a lot there that could change and happen. There are still they still got cap situations, but um, we have a uh, breaking news here, John. Oh, do we? Uh, the NFL is suspending Bucks safety Mike Edwards. Um, and free agent John Franklin III because they misrepresented their vaccination status in violation of protocols. Also, Antonio wow. Brown was suspended for the next three games for violating the NFL NFLPA COVID protocols. So it looks wow. like Stroud had uh, some. <laughs> I'm trying to see this story right now as it happens. Yep. Uh, I wonder how that works for AB if he's out already anyway because of the injury. I mean, he's out one more week, I guess. It, then, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming he might be back three weeks anyway. Maybe this is a, one of the reasons why they didn't put him on IR because I don't know if his suspension would have kicked in until he was activated off of IR. That will be so, interesting to see, yeah. I believe that's how it goes. Yeah, that will be interesting to see. Also, does it misrepresented his vaccination status? I wonder what that means. If, like, I'm trying to I'm read sure. and do the show here, but... Uh, Brown and violated protocol. All three players have accepted the discipline and waived their right of appeal per Schefter. Suspensions are huh. effective immediately. I'm wondering what that means. Misrepresented vaccination status. And that was the same thing with Edwards too, but they are vaccinated. I don't know. So I wonder if it was because they actually sought this out and the NFL could prove it in this situation. They sought out maybe being uh what's it called? Um, using doing getting like a, a fake vaccination card at some point which yeah. o- other players have done too i'm sure in the nfl leading up to the season but i wonder if in these guys situations because ab had this money situation with this guy if it ended up getting he and edwards in trouble you know what i mean yeah like, hey, well probably not an uncommon time. thing but then you get that added layer to it where there's a guy with a bone to pick with you and then all of a sudden it comes yeah. to the surface and you know you end up getting suspended because of it um so, so yeah, I pretty much that's exactly what it's saying right here. Schefter saying NFLPA represented the three players during a joint NFL NFLPA review into the recent allegations that players misrepresented their vaccination status under the NFL NFLPA COVID-19 protocols. Review supported those allegations and found out that the three players violated the protocols. So that's yeah. that's what it's looking like is that 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 um, allegation led to a, a a discovery by the NFL and NFLPA, and they were found out that those allegations were correct, that they were not properly vaccinated. And it looks like it, it's pretty much what was stated that they must've been using fake vaccination cards, but they Obviously, are vaccinated now. Like they know, might, cause I think at some point I bet which here's what happened. They presented these fake cards then actually got vaccinated. That's what it seems like, right? Because there's no, well, nothing saying that they aren't vaccinated right now. I'm, I'm well, the thing to... is, those text messages were back in June before teams even reported to, you know, training camp. So that's a question that were these turned in in June, July before before training camp, and then they end up getting vaccinated. I mean, that's there, what there's I wonder, no, right? There's a lot more to the story. Um, I think. So here's you know, here's another part of it. If the, then the team. Would They're gonna get. Fined. They should get be getting fined too. Yeah, out of two, you're gonna say and there's been no announcement on the on the team. So I wonder because there's three players the team, the same team too. Because there's three players from the same team, I would expect a heavy fine and potentially draft compensation as well. 
Did it, does it say that there in the reporter? No, that's what I'm just based on, you know, what teams have been fined for one player um, yeah. misrepresenting or, or, or not having and, and what they've been fined. And here you have three players. And obviously, we know the Buccaneers put out a statement backing these players up. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the fine's going to be, they're, they're going to get fined. It's just, do they lose, lose draft compensation? That's going to be something to watch. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, again, I, maybe the NFL needs to take longer to review that. I would imagine we'll get a follow-up tweet if that were beyond the table. Um, yeah. But they could have a large situation on their hands if the league decides to go that way because the let's just be honest. No, and I think all three of these guys are vaccinated now at least. I don't know what happened when they presented their card, but let's just assume that they are vaccinated now. They're not going to be the only dudes around the league that this happened with. Their only reason they're getting found out is because of the chef situation with AB owing the guy money and that, and that whole thing coming to light, that guy had a bone to pick. So he went out and exposed yeah. his boy or his old boy, you know, whatever. But that's the only reason this is getting found out here because the other teams are going to, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if that happens, like they go try and go after the team in the box, it, it's going to become an issue because other teams are going to, well, other have teams this get exposed too. Other I teams think. have been fined for for COVID violations, and but nobody for a fake vaccination card. No, and no one's lost draft compensation, but they've been warned if it happens again, they'll lose draft compensation. Where this is a fake vaccination card, potentially again, allegations. We're not sure what's coming to light. We'll find out. Uh, I'm sure soon we'll get a whole report about really what's going on. Um, the the league has. Obviously, when you're finding teams, when you're finding players, when these things are repetitive issues and and they're sending memos too, you got to believe after every time someone someone's getting a team's getting fined, players getting fined, they're sending memos. Hey, make sure, make sure, whatever. Um, I in a, in a case like this where there could be fake, um, you know, misrepresentations about vaccination statuses, and then the team go aheads and backs those players up based. Based on that, I, I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised. No team has lost draft picks, but it could be a potential possibility. The, I mean, the it, it's a it's obviously bad news for the Bucks. For Brown, yeah, I mean, yeah, for Brown, it's he was missing the next two games anyway. So really, in, in essence, he's missing one more game. That's just affecting him in his pocket. For Edwards, he hasn't practiced this week so far. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a pretty good chance Brown wasn't going to play the next three games anyway. So. And Edwards was probably not going to practice play this week. So yeah, he was definitely out of yeah. So we'll have see, and that may be why. I mean, he has that knee bruise, but which is why he probably yeah. they probably both accepted it without being right. able to appeal it, get it over with, right. get it done. He's missing this game. It's just two more games after that. And what a great week to be getting Carlton Davis back then. <laughs> yeah, from a Bucks perspective, the ripple effect here is probably negligible because I mean, Bruce Arians straight up said it when when Shomer, when Carlton Davis is back, Sean Murphy Bunting's taken back the nickel role. Yeah. And Mike Edwards was not going to play very much anyway in this game. He'd been playing nickel the last three weeks um, unless somebody got hurt, obviously. And then AB obviously was probably out for most of this time. So Timing-wise for the Bucks, I don't know that it really hurts much of any. It hurts depth a little bit, but like I said, they're not really doesn't change the outlook much in the next couple of games. It kind of was going to be what it was going to be, regardless of whether those guys were present, or, unless John somebody Franklin. gets hurt. Obviously, unless one of the safeties gets hurt. John um, Franklin, last chance. You, he's uh, he's he's yeah. he's done now for sure. I didn't <laughs> even know he was still around. Is he still around? No, he's a, he's free, a free agent. agent right? I was he's a say, free agent. I but I mean, he's. Around. 
His last chance is real, real last chance now. <laughs> that guy's last chance sale, man. That was literally the last yeah. chance. Um, yeah. This kind of just harkens back more to, and I'm curious, we're going to talk to Bruce Aarons tomorrow and we'll just learn more details. Uh, I don't want to jump to any conclusions uh, here. We'll get him till. We'll get him tomorrow. Yeah, we will. Get yeah, him we'll get him tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a situation with Antonio Brown where you wonder how the team feels. Like that's the other part of this, right? He was on that. I know it's been a while, but it's still something. And it's, you know, oh, it seems like he was dishonest with the team. The team has said they've been pretty straight up and they've said, you know, we, we did our due diligence. And like, if, if this was a lie to us, it obviously, you know, fooled the team and the NFL. If that's the situation and the team feels strongly about that, then I wonder what the ripple effect there could be for the Bucs. That's, that's a question mark that I have. Um, so and yeah, I, too. I, I mean, this is a guy who has stuck his neck out time and time again for ab and now it you know yeah it's uh alex nelson says just the two players the shefty tweets at three the third player is john franklin who was on the box and is no longer on the box he got cut uh then play it all camp, injured so. throughout training camp right so yeah long lost glazer good point here uh, we need ross cockrell uh to regain that training camp safety form yeah good point um definitely good point um you know i uh yeah um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know um, that situation with them. I guess I mean I'm sure that league Doug and it sounds like Mike Edwards was the guy on the team that AB was kind of in that situation with. If you're Mike Edwards, who's yeah. been I think his whole college career, no, he was captain of Kentucky for a long time. You know, got to make better decisions than that to align yourselves with anybody else. There, um, you don't want to be in the same camp as AB making decisions in life. That's just a general rule of thumb. <laughs> Uh, no matter what you think about them, I think that we could all agree pretty much on that one. Um, yeah. So yeah, a lot of people are are up in arms too about the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. How come he didn't get suspended with his, um, w- you know, with his whole situation? I think this is a little bit different. If you turned in fake vaccination cards rather than just saying, "Hey, I've been," you know, right? Uh <laughs> you know. Like act like these two are the only two in the league to do that. That doesn't make it right. I'm just saying, like, if the NFL wants, like, or if other stuff, if somebody else has a bone to pick with somebody else, and more things, I guess, would come to light. Yeah, it's clear. Like, right? Like, come on, the NFL is not. If if they screwed up with these guys and thought, oh, you're vaccinated, okay, um, you think I know they're the only players in the league that brought forth fake vaccinations? Yeah, to, you know, well, that's, that's the hope. Yeah, oh, right. You're yeah, gonna they're I, gonna do a, a thorough investigation throughout the league. They're not right, gonna just yeah. stop the, the only reason this happened is because that guy came forward looking for his money, and which I mean, maybe he should have paid him. Like they does AB deserves this. Like this is yeah. him him screwing up back to back for sure. Um, no question. But that's the only reason this came to light. Like it's I'm not really coming to light to, if he settles his debts. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm really interested to see to to learn if those guys are truly vaccinated now or right. if this was, was prior to the season. That's the because other part of this. Because if they were, if they turned in fake vaccination cards at the start of training camp, then got vaccinated anyways, I think the penalty might be a little harsh for them. You know, yeah. if they're vaccinated now, but try to circumvent the system, I get it one game, but three games for both of them without pay. Right. That, that, that appears to me that they're both still not vaccinated because they're putting a lot of people at risk in the building. Well, I don't think that has anything to do with why they're suspended. I, I don't, I don't think that's related. I think it's just because of what they did in the past. Um, you know, uh, um, we'll see. I guess we'll try to, that's something we'll have to find out whether those guys are vaccinated now at this point or not. But I don't think, I think that would be unrelated to the suspension. I think the suspension would be 
what it is regardless. And so um, I yeah. think one of the bigger questions here is too, is, is there, is this like illegal? Like, are they, do they have legal ramifications for this? Like, because using a fake vaccine vaccine card, I believe is, I'm pretty sure it's illegal. So yeah, we're going to have to see yeah. what that, with how that situation plays itself out too uh, with these guys. I just wonder what the extent of it was. Like, did the NFL realize, Oh, this is out there. You know, we know that they tried, so we're hitting them with it. Or do they actually like go through with it? And like, we're fake vaccinated this whole time. Like that's, well, that's to me like the it, bucks. It, yeah. Uh, Buccaneer statement says, we appreciate the league's timely handling of this matter and recognize the importance of the health and safety protocols that have been established. We will continue to implement all league COVID-19 protocols. So I, I, John, I want to say that they weren't vaccinated. I want to say that they that they turned in those cards and they weren't vaccinated. That's what I mean. That's what I think. This the the weight of the suspension, three games, no pay. Bucks were not fined, and they provided assistance to the league in its investigation. Yeah, and so, I mean this goes back to AB saying uh, BA saying the AB thing is a non-story, and then editing that part out of the statement. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I I'm. I'm very, I'm very curious to see. I'm curious to hear what Arian says tomorrow. Like, because, you know, he says team did their due diligence. It sounds like the NFL agrees with them. So <laughs> and I'm not saying it should be the team's responsibility. If these play, if the, the players are turning this into the league, it should be the league's responsibility to review these and make sure that it's legit. Yeah. Clearly they did not do it. So the league should probably find themselves too. not, not excuse what anybody else did, but that's what I'm saying. Like there, there's other situations out there that are like this. And I just think the league is fronting. Um, with the, all this, you know, not the consequences here, but just the full, oh yeah, everybody's definitely, you know, like there's other situations where players are doing stuff too. I'm sure it's just a matter of whether that stuff's going to come to light or not, but an AB situation. Yeah. It's the integrity thing. Like, well, how much is the team going to, is there going to, is there still zero tolerance for him, even though it's been a while since anything happened and nothing's happened since he's been a buck. Like, is there still no tolerance for him? Cause this is obviously very different than the other situations in the past yeah. that he's been involved in, but does this fall end up falling under you know, that umbrella? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Well, like we're going to have to see um, that that's going to be an interesting thing to kind of unpack a little bit and, uh, and, and see what the team, how the team responds in that situation and see what Bruce Aaron says um, tomorrow too, because uh, yeah, I, I don't know that it would be guaranteed him. Um I don't know. I just really don't know. We're just going to have to see. Um, yeah, Ian Rapports is reporting that he misrepresented himself as a vaccinated player, which right. leads me to believe they are not. He, they are he, not vaccinated. he was not, at least at the time of that representation, whenever that occurred, whether he's still not or has not been since the league, Something since the season started, uh, we don't know. And hopefully we find out at some point. Um, yeah. But like I said, actual on-field consequences for the bucks um yeah they're they're i don't think that there's really much here um we've seen how much mike edwards plays when the buck secondary is fully healthy did not That's sound like for bruce Aarons that was going to change it's, it's it's interesting from mike edwards i mean ab i mean we can all into his zany you know past that he's had before coming to the bucks but mike edwards yeah. is an interesting case to me of why. yeah i mean he there's he's never had any issue right i'm i don't think in tampa i don't think tampa Bay or college you know he's never had anything so i mean for him it might be like one strike you know um you know but for ab it's not so a different no. situation in terms of how the team will probably view it 
Um, so I don't know. And plus they could see AB as somebody who pulled Edwards into it. I don't know if that's the case at all. I'm just saying the team could see that. I want to unfairly accuse him. So crazy stuff. Uh, both Mike Edwards and Antonio Brown suspended, uh, for three games. Um, and so breaking news like this always happens when we're on the pod, right on the pod, which I think is, I feel like it's probably good timing. I don't know for the pod, at least we'd had to do an emergency one. (laughs) We don't have to do, yeah, don't have to do an emergency one now. Um, so yeah, um, don't think it has much on-field effect for the Bucks at all. So not really a lot to unpack there. The biggest on-field effect would be if the team decides to part ways with AB or something like that over this, and we'll just have to wait and see. But I think that acting like it wouldn't be on the table is probably a little short-sighted. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk to Bruce Arians you know, tomorrow. Their motto: one team, one cause. You know, if you're not, yeah. you're not. You know, for the cause, then I wouldn't be. Yeah, you, know, you say Mike, really Mike Edwards maybe too. I mean, yeah. maybe they look at Edwards in a second and say, "Hey, you know, he's been great mm-hmm. for us." But I don't think so. AB's situation is so much different. He came in and it was like, "This is it, man!" Like, if you do anything, you're gone. And that was last year, but so it's been a while, maybe. But yeah, I don't know. I think that that situation is going to bear watching a little bit, at least until we get to talk to Bruce Arians uh, tomorrow. One thing we can go back a couple pods to where who's staying and who's going. I'm changing my mind that AB is staying because I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to sign him if he does stay. Yeah, I was going to say this might be his only spot that yeah, I'm changing wants my to mind, deal man. with them. That that is a total you know different thing too that we have to take into account is what happens in the offseason with him now if this plays yeah. any role in that. Um also we gotta figure out tomorrow if he's actually if he's vaccinated now or if he's still not really vaccinated. Yeah. I you know, I, I'm not really sure. So uh, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Um but uh okay, let's uh let's talk about our let's should we get back to our show topic? Are we able to move on for <laughs> let's first let's it's talk eight. about it's- yeah, yeah, that's we, right. Crazy day. Let's talk about something that can make it a little bit better is our friends over at Celsius. Celsius powers active lives every day with essential functional energy. Tropical vibe is the flavor that I'm rocking today. But you can see on the screen, there are tons of different flavors in Celsius energy drink. No sugar in Celsius. You can get a lot of the good stuff that you want from an energy drink without the sugar. And uh, it's just a great way to, uh, to enjoy a tasty beverage and get yourself a little boost for the day without the crash as well. Celsius You can find them online, Celsius.com. You can use the Amazon subscribe and save option, or you can click the banner ads over a Peter report and you can figure out where Celsius are near you at stores or order them online as well. So lots of great options for Celsius, which is just hitting the spot for me. I mean, even lately, I've just been thriving with Celsius, dude. I've I've been loving it. So it's going to sustain us to the show topic today too. And again, we will take your questions. So send them over uh, as we get them. Before uh, we, we can, move on, John, I got a, just a quick question for yeah. you. Obviously, Saints at home, um, you know, how bad they are right now, still a tough matchup, a divisional opponent. Then if Bills does not having AB or Mike Edwards out there for you change your trajectory of this Buck season at all? Or do you think that they will still be able to go in there and potentially run the table? No, it doesn't change the because um, because AB wasn't playing anyway the next two games and probably the next, I mean, very possibly the next three. So yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I, I don't think it changes that part of it for me, but I do think what could happen after that. Yeah. If AB gets released or doesn't return this season or something, whatever. Um, Does this yeah. become a distraction for them this weekend no. where they could not? No, 
nobody cares. Nobody cares. That distraction things are the most ridiculous media line. Like <laughs> you're out here about to make a play on the ball, and all of a sudden it flashes through your mind that Antonio Brown and Mike Edwards violated the <laughs> league's COVID policies. Like, and you just can't come up with the pick. Like, you know what I mean? It's just silly stuff. Like media just go to that narrative. I think so often, uh, but no, I, I'm glad you brought it up because it probably is worth addressing. Because you know, if they lose, it'll be like oh, the distraction oh. from this. It's too much. Oh, cut it's going to be everywhere. ESPN. Maybe they should cut AV, but the distraction <laughs> thing is, is laughable. I think, but um, no, it's uh, uh let's. Uh, yeah, I think that beyond the game, maybe is where you're looking at it. But like I said, I really, I just don't think I, I wouldn't disagree with Maybe. It. What's that? Team chemistry, maybe. I just think postseason they need a guy like ab like with the way this offense is designed maybe left which surprises me or maybe the defense goes nuts like it did last postseason and it doesn't end up mattering but in a normal world where things happen with the coaching staff as you'd expect them to happen i think ab is a really important player for the bucks offense in terms of getting where they need to go especially with how much tyler johnson has just done nothing i mean that's just nothing like just proved he's Ugh. a mediocre receiver. Yeah, I just I did. I've expected a little more. I knew there were limitations. He looks so good in training camp. Just catching yeah, everything. Moments, yeah, had some moments for sure, but difference, big difference, I guess. Uh, so, uh, so suddenly Scotty Miller becomes a potentially very important player once again in crunch time. So we'll see how that plays out. Obviously, okay. We are what we're doing today is we are taking a player from each of the other five. We we went five. We we were a little liberal with it, and we went we included the 49ers in here. The other five key NFC contenders slash seems like this is going to happen playoff teams. Um, and we can only take one player. So JC can take one player. I can take one player. We're each going to take one. We can take the same player. That's fine. When we take that player, it doesn't remove them from the team we're taking them from. Just it clones them basically. So we can't just take Aaron Rodgers and Matt Stafford and Kyler Murray and just be like, all right, now you, none of you have your quarterbacks. Let's go. Like, can't do that. Um, so they still have solved their player, but it's a player that you want to take off the, or you want to take from that roster and you want to clone them and put them on the Bucks roster because whatever the role they fill or something like that uh, will be significant enough for that to happen. So let's start with the Green Bay Packers since they are the first, they are the top seed, I believe, right now um in the nfc i think so no the cardinals are actually let's start with the cardinals yeah, yeah. cardinals what do you got you go first who are you taking no go for it you want me to go first of course yeah, I want you to go. <laughs> uh, I wanna... all right so i yeah. came down to pretty much two players and one of the you know i looked at special teams because i think they could use a lot of special teams help on this roster but when i started making my list of these five teams i, I chose impact and i want guys who's going to be able to come in here and make an impact and be an upgrade over what they already have um, in some aspects. So it came down for me to DeAndre Hopkins um, and, and Chandler Jones. And I, I went with Chandler Jones. JPP has been a former shell of himself. I think Chandler Jones' ability to get after the quarterback, he's got eight sacks so far this season, three forced fumbles. Um, he's been there in in the postseason. He, he knows what postseason football is all about. And I just think another guy JTS can learn from um, because are we removing a player or does it just add it to the player? No, just adding a player. Yeah, give me Chandler you Jones. Want, and you want Chandler JPP. Jones? Right. Yeah, I want Chandler Jones. Yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. I mean, give you another edge rusher. Obviously, pass rush talent helps, and he's very good at that, and he doesn't hurt you in the run game either. Um, so and we're we're just really adding him for this window for these playoffs too. I should add that. So yeah. this isn't a guy who's going to. Oh, be I would have picked Kyle Murray if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not taking <laughs> about a guy. That, the future. Right, we're talking about this year, this playoffs. Like he's going to help you um so uh cali box wants to know why we are playing this game 
Uh, it's fun is a big reason. We like to have fun, especially on Thursday's podcast. We like to have fun. Also, it's a good chance to kind of with indirectly talk about some quote unquote weaknesses or areas we think could be concerns on the Bucks roster um, without just saying, hey, this player sucks. Like instead we're saying, oh, this guy's really good and oh, it would be nice to have him in this spot instead. So uh, that's probably the two main reasons there, Cali, but mostly because we just like to have fun. It's a fun idea. And I think a lot of people have opinions and uh appreciate it uh lauren says ab and mike edwards suspended for three games yes go back to the beginning of this pod if you're looking for that about five minutes in we start discussing that as the news broke so you can check that out if you're just jumping in here um uh just me push him he says can someone explain to me why scotty is being so underused he was literally leading the team in receiving yards the first eight games last year leading i don't buy this one trick pony excuse part of it was because of the injuries godwin missed four of the first eight games i believe so that was a big part and ab wasn't there so he just kind of had to, and, and obviously he and Brady did have good connection. But I, I mean, he just came back too. So we've won yeah, he only got one game. Yeah. So <laughs> one game, and, and I mean, he set up a huge defensive pass interference and, yeah, and had four a, snaps. Yeah, yeah, you know. But he needs to be. Yeah, he needs to play more. If, yeah, he's got to work back. And turf toe, turf toe is a heck of an injury too. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'd glad like, they didn't yeah. rush him back, and you don't want to re re. You know, again, we're, what are we playing here for? The playoffs, right? You don't want him to re-injure that turf toe because he does bring that dimension to your team. Yeah, and I think he'll play more as he gets back into it. But yeah, he yeah. needs 20 snaps. He needs 15, 20 snaps for sure. I don't. I mean, obviously, one of the reasons is that the Bucks ran the ball a lot against Indy. They were having so much success, especially late in the game. They were running the ball a good bit. So obviously, he's going to not be out there as often in those situations. So Tyler Johnson's going to play more than him. But yeah, I, I definitely think he needs to play more for sure. Okay, for me, this is what I would do. I would take this player from the Cardinals if I were if I were the Bucs. I would take Buda Baker from the Cardinals, one of the best players around the line of scrimmage that I've ever seen. I would play three safety packages uh, with he and Antoine Winfield and Jordan Whitehead, and Mike Edwards just got suspended. I didn't know that when we started the pod, but um, it would be uh, Mike Edwards would be off the field in these situations. He probably wouldn't be playing much, and I like Mike Edwards a lot, but Buda Baker to me is just that kind of game-changer player. You can play him at single-eye free safety. You can blitz him. You can play him in the box. It's a perfect fit with Todd Bowles, so I love the fact that he gives him versatility. He can play in the slot as well, which they really need. They don't have a true slot defender. Um, so I, uh, he's to me is just a huge difference maker and I would love to have him on the field for Tampa Bay. If they could get him, I think he'd be the player to take from Arizona. This was kind of harder with Arizona, by the way, yeah. even though they're the one seed, they like three, four people. Four. Yeah. Like <laughs> Kyler, DeAndre Hopkins, the rest of the offense, yeah, I mean, too, right. like Chandler Jones. I mean, Buddha, I don't know. There just wasn't that many options for them. Um, it's funny cause they're way better than San Francisco, but the San Francisco was way harder uh San Francisco's got like two players maybe San three San Francisco well oh, I had yeah. a hard time choosing with them I had a, let's do them next I had a hard time choosing with them because they were like I think let me think there were four players I really wanted I had three. to take you had three okay. yeah. who were your three and who did you choose okay so I had uh I had Kittle Bosa and Debo Samuel um all for different reasons Bosa another pass rusher um it came down really to who I liked on Arizona versus who I liked on the 49ers. Hmm. Um, Debo is good, but I, I I feel like I could get a different player from a different team that'd be better than Debo. So I went with Kittle. I mean, throw me Gronk and Kittle out there in 12 personnel. And, and you know, who's who's stopping those that tandem? Who's stopping those twin towers? You saw how effective Tom Brady was with Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronk Gronkowski early in his career. You give me you give him Kittle and Gronk. Lined up mm. with with Evans and, and Godwin, 
you know, you're going five wide. You got Kittle, Gronk, Evans, Gowan, and another player out there. Yeah. Forgot about it. Match so you're going right Kittle. There. Yeah, I went with Kittle. Give me another okay. tight end. Interesting. I don't think that's a bad choice at all, even though I didn't pick Kittle because I you know personally, Kittle is one of, my, about him. <laughs> Kittle's one of my favorite players in the NFL, like to watch, period. I mean, he's, I just enjoy every second of watching him play football. He's Great. one of the few players I would put on that list where I'm just like, anytime he plays, I'd watch. Even with Jimmy Garoppolo, I'd watch. <laughs> but I just was like, if he was the only, if he was clearly the best choice on the team, best player on the team, or best fit with the Bucs, I would have probably taken him still. But yeah, I, I I do think it's a good choice, but I just don't like how often would they use them? Uh, you know, you have so many other threats. But I, then at the same time, I define myself here because I picked Debo Samuel, and this was hard. This, this was between he and Nick Bosa for me, and I had Nick Bosa for a while because I want to add that game changing pass rusher off the edge. I, I do, I think, in a creative way, a little bit later on. But Debo Samuel in this offense would be fascinating, especially with the guys around him, because he could play in the slot. But I would honestly play Debo Samuel at running back. Like I would just not use Ronald Jones, and I would play Leonard Fournette, Giovanni Bernard, maybe a little bit, and and play Debo Samuel at running back. Like he's he would be a thousand yard rusher if he played running back. I mean, he is how many rushing? He get the ball on straight handoffs too. Like probably one of the maybe the best player in the league with the ball in his hands. I mean, I don't think that's hyperbole at all. Like his broken tackle rate is unreal. He's got home run ability, mm-hmm. threat ability. Him in the open field on checkdowns with the ball in his hands is unfair. Um, I would use him at running back. I truly would, and I I just don't Vortex know who would stop that. I would play him a wideout too, but yeah, Vortex, uh, we're completely on the same page. I think he's – if you could teach him pass pro, man, which I mean, he's obviously physical enough for it, dang, he'd be, he'd be unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable asset to have on the team. All right, so I'm going Debo. You're going Kittle. Neither of us went with – Nick Bosa, which is surprising because that would be a great get for the Bucs. And I also considered Fred Warner because he's so much better than Devin White and because (laughs) he's so good in coverage, which is a real asset when you're the Bucs. I mean, but then at the same time with this scheme, it's like how many chances these guys have to make plays on the ball. So I don't know. Um, So I I didn't didn't think that position was valuable enough, but um, that's how I saw it anyway. Okay. Let's get to the uh, – You go first this time. Bunch of people want Debo running back. (laughs) I'm not surprised. (laughs) that's a that's a fan dream right there like that's the pure football fan of me just want to see like another talented dude on the field for an absurd offense okay well you want you want to do uh let's finish off the nfc west let's go with the rams here i try not to overthink this one i think aaron donald has a legitimate claim to being the best defensive player ever uh and i want that on my team so i picked him uh he and vita vea next to each other would be unreal plus sue and golston then would be even more fresh in the rotation you actually get a legitimate interior pass rusher, which even though the Bucs won the Super Bowl last year, and even though V is a beast, he has zero pass rush moves. And at some point it does just get tiring of him trying to bull rush everybody in the stadium. Like that's just not going <laughs> to, you need more than that. And he's just not developed more than that. And so, yeah, Aaron Donald playing 80% of the snaps, 85% of the snaps on the field at all times as a penetrator next to V eating up blocks. Look, I know yeah, Jalen Ramsey's a beast, but come on. that's It'd that's be fun that. to watch, but I, I, no hesitation with Jalen Ramsey. Oh my I mean, this gosh. cornerback group has been atrocious at times this year. And yes, injuries have played a lot. Oh, a in part this of exercise, it. I should add, everybody on the box is fully healthy. So yeah, in this exercise, still. AB is healthy and not suspended. Carlton Davis is fully healthy. Like That's that's how we're still. thinking about it. Yeah. Carlton still. Davis go to the left side. 
Ramsey are going on the right side. We got Jalen Ramsey, Carlton Davis, Jamel Dean. Sorry, you're not playing, <laughs> even though you've been spectacular. Uh, unless you can learn how to play inside, Sean Murphy. Yeah, give me Jalen Ramsey all day long. I need a lockdown guy. I'm gonna go up against some of the, some really good wide receivers. I want Jalen Ramsey on the team. Donald has been great, but Aaron Donald, um, you know he can play. He can play inside next to. Uh, next to uh, Vita Vea. You can do a little bit of outside work. You can obviously get to the the, uh, the quarterback and rushing the passer, but we have a number one, you know, they have the number one defense against the run right now. So you're not using it for a run. And I already got Chandler Jones. So, you know, I've got some extra pass rush on, on this team. So give me the guy who can lock down a cornerback, take away a side of the field, give those guys a little bit more time to get home. Give me Jalen Ramsey. I want Ramsey. By the way, good choice. I mean, Ramsey's obviously a great player. Bucks defense would be vastly improved by having him. And the only thing that would suck would be watching Todd Bowles spot drop him all game rather than using <laughs> creatively. But I digress. <laughs> Statement from uh, Antonio Brown's lawyer, Sean Burstein, I think is his name. Uh, Mr. Brown is vaccinated and continues to support the vaccine for any person for whom it is appropriate. The NFL made its determination. And instead of going through the drawn out and distracting process of challenging the outcome, what a saint, Mr. Brown wrapped this up promptly and he will make this most, this most of his time of this time, the most of this time, I should say by treating his ankle injury, Mr. Brown will be motivated, well-rested and in the best shape of his life when he returns in week 16. Wow. We even got a best shape of his life reference in there. That's, <laughs> impressive uh i mean obviously most of that is obviously bs but the fact that he said he is vaccinated now like that it would be pretty wild to double down after this and be like so it does seem like maybe he did i don't know maybe he actually doubled down and the dude is still not vaccinated. that would be bizarre at this point but it seems like maybe this was something that happened and then he did get vaccinated and i don't know whether that was in time for week three when he had covid but the fact that he moved, cleared out the symptoms, didn't have any real symptoms and got off the protocol as quickly as he did might be an indicator that he was at that point in time. Um, we don't know. And we'll find out tomorrow, hopefully, from Bruce Arians. But it does sound like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man, like at this point, uh, what happened at one point or another. But incredible. No, Brian says, oh, wait, yeah, Bulls is dropping Aaron Donald in coverage. <laughs> True. Good. Be good to see Aaron Donald covering uh, covering uh, one of these Aaron Jones out of the backfield. That'd be great. I'd love that. Um, okay, let's keep rolling with this. Uh, but before we keep rolling with this, I got to tell people like this is this is the place to be right now. If you're look, even for tonight, tonight's Buck or Cowboy Saints game. This is a great place to go. Underdog Fantasy. You can double your first deposit right now when you sign up with Underdog Fantasy. Bunch of games you can play. Or you can bet over-unders on player stat lines. That's my favorite thing to do. Do the prop bets and yeah, bet over-under on their stat line. A bunch of stat lines for tonight's game. Going to be pretty exciting. Bet on those if you're watching the game. Uh, use that promo code Pewter, P-E-W-T-E-R. You double your first deposit when you put in some money here. And so Underdog Fantasy is going to match that up to $100. The cool thing is that with this pick you know that you can do these player stat line prop bets and you can like pick five and get 20 times if you get them all in the pick five of the player stat lines if you get them all right you get 20 times the amount of money that you put in so it can be very lucrative very fast uh it's pretty sweet but you can also do like pick two or pick uh, three pick four you can do any of those options and you can uh, you know win a multiplication of your money uh doing it that way so very cool stuff from underdog fantasy definitely check it out use that promo code pewter uh, to get yourself paid. And then I would also be remiss, JC, if I didn't mention with the holiday season coming up, living golf life and their amazing line that they've got. They've got polos, hats, koozies, glasses. Check it all out at livinggolflife.com. You can see the new products they've got rolling out at Living Golf Life on Instagram as well. But this is great. If you love golf or you know somebody who loves golf, 
great opportunity to get your get something as a gift or ask for something as a gift for the hall with the holidays coming up. Uh, Living Golf Life, a couple of great guys starting a great uh, organization, great company here with Living Golf Life. They got a dream and I'm excited to see it grow and be partners with them as they grow it. So definitely check out uh, their stuff at livinggolflife.com. All right, JC, uh, let's keep rolling here with this exercise. Let me get to the comments here. Let's see if we got uh, a couple good comments here. Um, people are still wondering about the Rogers situation. I don't think I don't. Rogers never misrepresented himself to the league. I believe that's the big difference, right? He did in that media presser, but the league knew he was unvaccinated the whole time. Yeah. And in that media presser, he definitely like, you know, he he was misleading at the very least. Whatever yeah. word games you want to play, it was misleading at the very least. But that wouldn't get a fine from the NFL. He with the NFL, they've always known he was regarded as unvaccinated, and that's he's not tried to present himself as anything other than that. He's been straight up with the league, I believe. So that is the big difference, in my opinion. The way I understand it, trying to understand it as little as possible, <laughs> trying to look into it as little as possible, exactly. and focus on my bread and butter, which is football. Um, all right, let's get back to it. Uh, here is the rest of the exercise. We've done the 49ers the Rams and the Cardinals. We've each taken a player from those teams and added them to the Bucks roster. Now we have not taken the same player for any of these teams. I took Buda Baker from the Cardinals, Debo Samuel for the 49ers and Aaron Donald from the Rams. You took Chandler Jones from the Cardinals, George Kittle from the 49ers and Jalen Ramsey from the Rams. Let's go to the Packers here. I don't think we're going to pick the same player for anybody. Who you got for the Packers? <sighs> Let me do the Cowboys first, but uh, Packers, let's go. It was tough. Um, I stayed on offense for the Packers. I don't know about you. Um, I'm assuming based on your previous picks, you probably went to the defensive side of the ball. I did um, go to the defensive side of the ball. And, and I'm pretty sure I know who you're going to take everything. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to add more firepower to this offense. In fact, two of my five picks were offensive players. Um, I thought about going adding another uh, outside weapon for Tom Brady, you know, AB, sorry, yeah. kick to the bench. Um, but in the reality, I went with Aaron Jones here. Leonard Fournette's been playing well, but give me a, give me a true stud running back with Tom Brady. Aaron Leonard Fournette will be your, your, your pass catching back, change your pace back. So I went with Aaron Jones here. Give me Aaron Jones with that lineup with Kittle with AB Fournette, uh, Godwin Evans, Gronk. Forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you said, so you're taking, who'd you say you were taking there? Aaron Jones. I Aaron thought Jones. about Devontae Adams, but I went to Aaron Jones. Yeah. I would, I'm not taking a running back. I'm just not principle wise. Well, I'm taking Debo <laughs> and I'll play him back there, but yeah, I don't need to add a running back for, to win us to win. We're good with what we got. There's enough, there's enough talent there to, to do what you got to do. Um, I'm taking Jair Alexander in corner because it's, it kind of goes back to what you were saying. Like you, you do need to get a corner from one of these teams. Like I agree with that. I can't do it from a team that is the best player, defensive player in the world uh, because I got to take him and Aaron Donald, but I'll do it with the Packers. Jair Alexander is one of the best corners in the league. He's been hurt this year. I think he's coming back or he maybe just came back, um, but he's been hurt, but he was, he's been great his whole career really. And uh, yeah, I think he would be great for now. He's not the physically the type of player that they usually look for, but it doesn't really matter when you scrap like Jair Alexander does can play man can play zone um, plays a lot of zone. In fact, so he would be a great fit. Bulls would love him. Um, he would be, yeah, he would be an ideal player in this uh, scheme in any scheme really. Um, but great player to have. So I would take Jair Alexander. So now all of a sudden you've got Aaron Donald, Jair Alexander and Buda Baker added to the defense. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. All right. Cowboys. 
What are you thinking here with the Dallas? I think Cowboys? we're taking the same guy. Are we? I think are you staying on the this defense. This was really hard for me between two players. I'm staying on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I did too. And I'm going with a rookie. Yeah, Micah Parsons. Micah yep. Parsons. Yeah. Yep. And I'm playing him on the edge too. I'm playing yeah. him on the field at the same time as those other guys. But I've got Chandler Jones. I got Micah Parsons. I've got plenty of pass rushes. Can never use too many pass rushes. The way that Todd Bowles is able to utilize his pass rushers. Yeah. Give me give me Micah yep. Parsons. JPP can have shoulder surgery. Yep. Parsons and Bat Barrett can start. Get JTS out there on occasion. Yeah, I'm set. I'm gold. Yeah. Who's the guy yeah. you're looking at off on offense? Zach Martin. Yeah. Right okay. right guard. Plug him right in for Alex Kappa. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a huge upgrade, and you'd have one of the best offensive lines probably of all time because Martin's like a Hall of Fame guard. But I just thought about, like, what player is going to make more of a difference if he's on the Bucks, And ultimately, like, Kappa's good enough, that, and Brady's so good with getting the ball out, and the rest of the line's yeah. so good that I just felt like adding one more piece there wouldn't put it over the top as much as adding a guy that can win one-on-one as a pass rusher, yeah. make plays in coverage, run sideline to sideline like Parsons. So that was where I found the discrepancy. But Martin's unbelievable. He'd be a great add too, obviously. But this got me kind of juice. I was like, yeah. all right, like this difficult. would be a sick squad. Like <laughs> if I played Madden still, I'd definitely try to get, <laughs> this, right? get this squad together. So there it is. We agreed to a one team. That was it. That made it interesting. We had no yeah. idea who the other was going to say before going into it and so that made it interesting for sure who'd you look at for the packers besides jerry Alexander? was that it that was really it um i actually i thought about like david bakhtiari if we were doing he was fully healthy but he hasn't played all year but also donovan was playing so well i don't even yeah. if i want to do that like yeah. that's not I worth it to me touch um, line. i mean i thought about Devonte adams that was the other one just because like come on <laughs> yeah <it was laughs> like, point, i think yeah. he's the best receiver in the league so maybe i should add him i don't know but maybe you just score so many points that but it comes to the point where like I don't really want to bench, you know, Evans, Godwin, AB, if they're all healthy and not suspended yeah. for AB. So, I mean, oh. yeah, I don't know. It's, you can only play with four wide receivers logistically so often, like no matter how good they are, like teams will just scheme, scheme to, to get you if you're playing with four wideouts all the time. So I actually had Adams as my choice and I switched over to Aaron Jones because I already took a cornerback. Yeah. And I wasn't adding to the, to the line, but once I added Kittle and I thought about it, I'm like, I don't, I don't really even need Devontae Adams if I have Kittle on the team. You know, because yeah, I'm already right. got, and you already had Debo too. So it's like, yeah. 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 To me, Debo was the most fun. I wanted to have at least one. It's just like, I know they don't need this dude, but come on. Like, this would be awesome. Especially with the way teams are defending him, having a guy that can do See those kind of Jaylen things Darden. after the catch. Like, <laughs> what's that? Just give her to Jalen Darden. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that special teams too. I'm like, is there any stud special teamers that can, yeah. that I can put on this? And I just, I was like, eh, eh. Right. Not, not um, really. Yeah. You know, okay. I'm trying to also kind of update this uh, as we go on this situation with AB, especially the legal ramifications here. If they actually did this, um, let's see if Schefter says here, if they did this like on a criminal, like where there could be criminal charges. To, uh, Schefter says today's announcement on the suspension of three players, including AB and Mike Edwards, is believed to be the first joint NFL NFLPA disciplinary statement reflecting the seriousness of the matter and bow both sides view the importance of COVID protocols. Yeah, definitely. Uh, check those cards real quick. Uh, first time around. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, they should, but they should, but I don't know if I would say that they, they did. Um, but, That's why they, um, they work together so quickly. Yeah. This guy wants money and he is going to expose everybody until he gets his 10 K. Now AB is going <laughs> to miss out on like way more than 10 K. Yeah. 
I mean, I told everybody all along, AB is going to be AB like this, you know, he's like, I've changed all this stuff now. Nah, like this is, dude, uh, they kind of arrived with them or between or, Aaron Rodgers too. Yeah. Yeah. I think the difference is, is pretty clear there in my opinion. Um, he was taking a test every single day as well, where yeah, these guys were taking right. once a week. Well, he, right. He was regarded weeks. as, like I said, in the facility and by the league, he Rogers has been regarded as unvaccinated. Like, no Literally, matter what the media thought, like, for it. right? No matter what the media thought, they're not going to find him for telling the media I'm immunized. You know, whatever he said. <laughs> Got the final number. If you didn't want his page to have ten thousand, you'll end up owing him five hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars. Yeah, he'll miss out on that. Yeah, so yeah. pay your debts. I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> situation maybe somebody asked if the Bucks will release him. Yeah, I mean, I think it's on the table, Zach Jarvis. I I do because I don't know what's going to happen, but. It's got to be on the table. Like, I don't know. I mean, you've got to do that. It was probably dishonest with you. Um, but also beyond that, there could be criminal situation here. I don't know. I don't know that, that the details of that part. People are kind of speculating on that right now. And Ari and wondering if it gets to that. Ari is reporting that he, he used a fake vaccine uh, vaccine card. And that, yeah. Uh, is he reporting that or is he just kind of saying what is he drawing inferences from? Everyone thought he was vaccinated. I, so, I, I mean, mean I'm not, again, I believe that the team thought he was vaccinated because they would have been hit if they didn't. And I, the NFL I think must the team be convinced. Did. The question the here is, was he vaccinated? Is he vaccinated or was he not vaccinated and still not vaccinated? Same thing with my Can kids. you imagine being a lawyer that represents him and coming out after all this happened saying he's vaccinated when he wasn't when he vaccinated. still isn't vaccinated? That would just be. Be absurd. like AB and get vaccinated was his exact words. Be like yeah. AB get vaccinated. Right. Which I that's I think he was vaccinated. That's why it was like kind of a deceptive statement. Like he he probably it was when that statement was released, but probably at one point sought this fake vaccination card. Like that's where I think we're at with it. Where like he sought this at one point. Edward sought it at one point. Other players around the league sought it at one point. Like, you know, and and then the NFL is cracking down this one because it came to light because this guy's like, oh, I owe money and I have evidence like that this happened. So I do think they got vaccinated and probably, and well, I don't know, we'll see about Edwards, but I do think, well, I guess Buck said they were 100% back. So we'll see whether that ended up being, that ends up, have ended up being true this whole season uh, with Edwards or not. But I do think AB's probably vaxxed now. It's just a matter of the fact that at one point, you know, this was a path that he wanted to go down. To what end that concluded, I don't know. Maybe we'll never know the full details of all that, how it got in front of the league or how much the league it had to do with the league. But yeah, we're gonna have to figure out the legal side of it too now. So yeah, um, lots to lots to go through there. No question about that. Um, Lawrence wants to know if we can run to the AFC. Oh, do, you, do you do you want to run to the AFC teams real quick? Uh, we got like two minutes. Uh, run through the AFC teams and pick a player from them. Yeah. I didn't prepare anything for that. I really have to think. Um, Just pretend we didn't take anyone from the from the AFC, uh, NFC. I guess everyone's healthy. God, there's nobody else to fit. You can't fit any more players on this roster. Like, well, if the, if we didn't take any from the NFC. I'll just take just somebody. Take from, I'll just let's just take one guy from an AFC playoff team. Let's take somebody from the Bills since they're coming up. Bills. Trey White's not healthy, but I guess if we're assuming everybody's healthy, I'd take him. Yeah, I would take him. I'm trying to think of anybody else, man. I, I you know well, their safeties are amazing, but you have Winfield and Baker. I don't know who else I need. Well, you wouldn't have NFC guys. Just AFC. oh, you're saying forget the fact that the NFC guys are on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Then I'm taking like Micah Hyde or somebody. Yeah. Okay. To play next to Winfield. 
I'm yeah. going to run through a couple of these. Titans, I'm taking Derrick Henry. Getting the best running back on the league. <laughs> Pats, I'm taking I'm not taking Jackson. him because I feel like then they'd be tempted to run the ball more, and I'm not doing that. So. <laughs> I'm taking J.C. Jackson from the Pats. I'm taking Tyree Kill and his speed. J.C. Jackson for sure, yeah. I'm taking uh, from the Ravens. Give me um, – that's a tough one. Oh, give me Justin Lamar. Tucker. Give, give me Lamar. Two quarterback packages. Just give me Justin Tucker. And then my Yeah, Hutchinson good point. Goes. Good point. Great point. Yeah. You can score from the 50. Yeah, absolutely. Automatic. Yep. yep. Give me yep. so give me Tucker, Tyreek Hill, JC Jackson, Derek Henry, and Micah Hyde. Done. That was quick. All right. Yeah. I like it. Good stuff. All right, uh, Bucks fans. I gotta let you know about a place that you can fall and get a little bit more content out there if you're looking for it. Spotify Green Room. Spotify Green Room. You can talk music, sports, and culture live. You can do all of that uh, at Spotify Green Room. You can join the conversation. You could take the mic. You can download it on the App Store, get it on Google Play, get involved in these conversations, uh, and go live with uh, Spotify Green Room as well. It's great stuff. It's a great format. You can follow Pewter Report and get notified when we go live as well. Good stuff over there, as always. And then, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention our friends at Pin Chasers as well, because Pin Chasers, the Pewter Report Bowling League, is going strong over at Pin Chasers. Um, and bowling food and fun you can bring your family out here it's great stuff wednesday nights if you're interested in joining the pewter report bowling league you can email matt at pewterreport.com but also what's great about what pin chasers is that there's lots of they got specials going on the nights isn't all you can eat pizza night things like that so you can take your family out bowl at any of their multiple locations uh, have a great night enjoy great food get yourself some bowling in over with our friends at pin chasers so make sure you check them out playing a great family night coming up as well all right, JC, uh, we'll be back on the Pewter Game Day show. We'll have the the pregame show at noon on Sunday and then the live in-game stream as the Bucks battle the Falcons on Sunday uh, in Atlanta. Uh, we'll have the live in-game stream of that with uh, Paul and myself breaking everything down as it goes. And then we'll have the postgame show uh, in the evening as well, um, probably like 7, 7.30 time frame. I'll start the postgame show so we get it in before that. Um, Sunday night game. Uh, we'll do that as well. So lots of Peter Report content coming your way on Sunday. Excited for it as the Bucks play the Falcons again. If you're looking for the preview of that game, go to Wednesday's show. Check that out if you're in and because Scott and I previewed this game, that upcoming game against the Falcons pretty good. And if you're looking for uh, looking for uh, more All-22 content, I just posted a video again of Leonard Fournette uh, and Ronald Jones really in the Bucks run scheme and seven of the best plays and kind of what happened on those plays and going through a lot of stuff on the recent YouTube content. So you can check that out as well. So it's good stuff. If you're in the chat right now and you're watching the show, hit the thumbs up, hit the likes button, like button before you leave, uh, give a thumbs up on the YouTube, help us out with the SEO boost in it and, and getting it out to all the people out there. We appreciate y'all. We'll see you on Sunday again for another edition of the pewter report podcast out.